Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. Gun Sports Radio, show 92, if you can believe that. Right here on AM 1170, The Answer. Also, want to thank, uh, God, glad to get Lance back all the way from lovely Italy. Italy, baby, Italy. It was he wonderful. Even brought a cold with him and everything. Yeah, but I feel great. I'm all fired up on our Second Amendment stuff. Great show today. Absolutely. We also got Michael Schwartz in the house, San Diego County gun owners. How you doing, bud? Fantastic. Nice to have you back, Lance. Great thank job you. on thank the gun you. prom. I just have to bring that up one more time. Well, thank you. You you were a big part of it, and I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we just had fun with it, didn't we? <laughs> hey, who's our special guest today? Very special guest, a good friend of mine, uh, was also a sponsor at Gun Prom um, and was so kind as to uh, introduce me before I uh, gave my little talk. Uh, Santee City Councilman and uh, uh, candidate for State Senator, Mr. Brian Jones. Hey, Brian, how's it going, buddy? Hey, guys, great. How are you doing? So, what fundraiser are you at today? <laughs> actually, I'm. Uh, you guys are missing it. I'm actually in my driveway having an open house at my house uh, for people to come pick up yard signs. Wonderful. Oh, nice! That's awesome. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna. No, I'm not gonna give my address out over the phone. No, 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 no. <laughs> I already. We probably have one up in our in our uh, in our lawn, and I I, I can't I wait to vote for I it. I don't know how that got. I don't know how that got there yesterday, Michael, around two <laughs> thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Just mad the magically appeared. So, uh, thank you so much for uh, sp- being a table sponsor at Gun Prom. What did you think? Oh, uh, it was, well, I, do, I didn't know why I was way in the back, though. Do I embarrass you? Or the people at my table were, uh, could have been embarrassing. I'm not sure. But, yeah, you hit us in the back for some reason. Put you in the back because I know you guys like to spread out, get loud, and party. So, I thought, all right, these guys. Yeah, <laughs> actually, we, we, had a, we had a great time. Uh, the, I really liked that venue. Uh, compared because I mean, it was plenty of room mm-hmm. to move around. Um, mm-hmm. I think it kind of fits the theme of gun prom better than some of the fancier places we've been. So uh, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Uh, I had fun in, in, getting to introduce you. So well, you've you've been at every single Second Amendment celebration dinner since we started doing this, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate the support, Brian. Oh, you're, it's my pleasure. It's the right thing to do. So one thing I wanted to talk to you about, you're currently on the Santee City Council um, and, uh, again, running for uh, for state uh, senator, which, which puts you uh, uh, in a position very, very qualified to talk about the gun show um, in Del Mar and how the city council in Del Mar is trying to uh, force the agricultural board to get rid of the the gun show and and why that right. makes you uniquely qualified to talk about is that uh, state senators um, have a lot to say as far as appointing the people on the agricultural boards and as a city council member for Santee you know there's another city council Del Mar that's trying to take a regional asset and uh, dictate who does and doesn't get to 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 be there and as a someone that right. represents another city you know I, I just wanted to get your take on that whole thing and see what you thought about it well i you know i think you know the, the, obviously the del mar city council is completely uh, operating outside of their authority um now look if they have concerns if they have legitimate safety concerns about an event that's going on there or you know impacts on their community i I could see them having an opinion, 
but they don't have the ability or the right to go in there and just um, arbitrarily shut something down that they that they don't like just because it doesn't fit their political scheme. So, um, you know, there, it'd be like being on the Santee City Council. We've got the Santee School District is obviously operating schools in our area. We've got Grossmont Cuyamaca College mm-hmm. right on our border. It'd be us, it would be us, like us telling Grossmont that they can't have a, whatever event that they wanted to have at the college and uh, trying to shut it down, which it would be completely ridiculous. Well, it really is. I, again, I really think they're way overstepping their uh, their bounds. What, what do you anticipate? Uh, how do you see this going? Do you think the Agricultural Board will respond, or, or what do you think the best course of action is for, for people that want to make sure that the gun show stays in Del Mar? Well, it's, you know, the council can certainly influence the board members, Um I don't. I know. I think one or two of the board members personally. I don't know all of them. How many? How many board members are there on the agricultural board? Right. There are nine of them, and they're all appointed by. Are they all appointed by the governor, or or are there some of them or get there other ways? All appointed. So every one of those folks that have been appointed go through a confirmation hearing in the Senate. So that you know they've all been vetted by by our state senators. Unfortunately, you know, the majority of our state senators agree with the governor and the governor is probably only going to appoint people to that board that agree with him on these political and social issues. So, you know, a couple of avenues that we have, obviously, is to meet with each board member and make the case. Um, You know, trying to talk to the governors certainly wouldn't be inappropriate. I mean, that would they're all his appointees. Right. So talking to him and having him, you know, get involved, I, I don't know. If, I doubt this is something he would be active on, but it doesn't hurt to try. Yeah. Now, and you're running for state senator. Right. And this is not going to be your first time up in uh, Sacramento. You were an assemblyman for, for years. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what, what makes you want to go back to Sacramento? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good yeah, one. That's a, that's, that's probably the number one question. But one more thing, Michael, before uh, before I segue to that, the um, you know regarding the question of what can we do, uh, I, I was a little bit kind of like uh, you know uh, regarding the agricultural board. That's at the elected official level, right? Is engaging the governor and and speaking with the board members one on one. But that email you sent out the other day, asking for your members to get involved and start writing letters and engaging with the board at the, at the personal level regarding the, their constituents. So all of us in San Diego County, every single uh, citizen of San Diego County is a constituent of that agricultural board. Right. And so all of us have the right and the response now, the responsibility to be contacting our appointed officials and letting them know that we, we, want to keep the gun show there and other Second Amendment activities, such as gun prom, and that they've got no legitimate reason to be closing those down. So that email you sent out, you need to activate those ideas that you communicated in that email. Yeah, well, and what, uh, for those listening, what, uh, uh, to give a little bit bit of detail, is uh, San Diego County Gun Owners is is fully embracing this as a project over the summer because in September the Agricultural Board is going to meet and talk about uh, uh, whether or not they want to renew the contract. And so San Diego County Gun Owners is going to spend 
a whole lot of time um, uh, doing everything we can to make sure that our voices, our Second Amendment voices in San Diego County are heard and that we make sure that they can renew uh, that contract for uh, uh, for the gun show because, you know, five times a year, uh, it's profitable for the state. Um, it, it, you know, it's a it's an asset, a regional asset that belongs to all of us, every taxpayer, um, and, and we're tired of being villainized uh, just for, for uh, you know, executing our um, – our civil rights. So we're definitely going to get involved. Our members are going to be involved. We will be heard. You're going to see us in the media. You're going to see us at the gun show. We're going to write letters and, and all that good stuff. And I, I can't tell you how important it is to vote for guys like Brian. Um, so that we, so that we have some, some people that uh, protect our rights. Uh, up right. in, so we, uh, Sacramento. Need, we need to get that, you know, get the members going, build the membership. And I, and I think you've got a good game plan um, to get started right away at the beginning of summer and make this a summer long uh, project. And, you know, we need, we need people to be vocal about this. This is important. And, you know, this is an opportunity for gun rights advocates in San Diego, whether you own a gun or not, you can be a gun rights advocate. You don't have to own a gun to be a gun rights advocate. Um, And, uh, you know, engage this board. Otherwise they'll make the decision in a vacuum thinking that they can get away with it. Well, we need to let them know that they can't get away with it. Yep. They're accountable to us, even though they're appointed by the governor. Well, that's the way it should be. That's Absolutely. Right. So right. going back to Sacramento, the number one question I get is, why do you want to go back to Sacramento? Because uh, let, let's face it, that place can can beat you down and wear you down. But, uh, you know, for some reason, like, God just made me crazy, I think, or something, uh, <laughs> you know, to want to go back. But uh, there's, there's, there's three legitimate reasons that I am excited about going back. Uh, Number one, I truly believe that the Democratic leadership in Sacramento um, has lost its mind. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll put that in more politically <laughs> correct terms. I like that. Um, one of the things I try to really, that I'm trying to really do in the district and in the San Diego area is really define the difference between the Democrats that we love, that live next door to us, our neighbors, our family members, our in-laws, our outlaws, um, the people we work with, you know, we all have Democrats that are, that we associate with and are close to. And, and I, they're coming to the point where they recognize that there's a difference between what they stand for and what the Democratic leadership in Sacramento is promoting. And I, and I almost am hesitant to call the leadership in Sacramento uh, Democratic because I think it's insulting to our Democrat friends and family members down here in the district. I agree. So they're, they're not Democrats anymore. They're not even liberals. They're leftists. Uh, and I'm talking about the leadership in Sacramento mm-hmm. and the leadership that comes out of the LA area and the leadership that comes out of the Bay area. They've taken the democratic party uh, in California. And I don't even know if you can call it left. It's not really on, on the political spectrum. They're not even on the spectrum. They're it's just, just extreme. Wacky. It's just extreme. Yeah. And, yeah. And here's the here's the evidence of that. Well, Brian, how can we got to actually go to a break? How can people find you? What's your website? He can stick around. Brianjones.com. Hey, hey, you want to hang around for a break, and we'll we'll finish up, and then uh, when we come back, can you stay, stick with yeah, us a little got, bit? If, if you got time, I can stick around for a yep, little bit. Great, because you don't want me to give out your home address. <laughs> no, you better stay. <laughs> right here on AM eleven seventy Gun Sports Radio. Stay tuned, folks. Brian's got a lot more to say.
folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. We are the answer. I'm Dave. He's Lance. And this segment is brought to you by the good folks at Triton Gunsmithing. You need to get your gun worked on? Well, Triton Gunsmithing is the place to be. Go to TritonGunsmithing.com. TritonGunsmithing.com. All right, you got your guest still on the line? Yeah, Brian. So you were talking about the oh, yeah, reason. Oh, yeah. Man, you guys caught me in half breath, man. I was like, I was, I was only on point number one. I still got three points to go. <laughs> That's why we brought you back. We, we know how you back. are. Two points to go. So, so okay, so, um, so the evidence. So number one, the three reasons to go back. Number one is the Democratic leadership uh, have left their base behind, which I think is going to give us uh, as Republicans and um, uh, you know problem solving Republicans and problem solving Democrats which there are some, uh, an opportunity to win over these votes from, uh, I'm going to call them disenfranchised Democratic voters in there. And here's the evidence. Uh, Dianne Feinstein, uh, you know, whether, 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 no matter what we think of her, and I, she's a decent human being, um, what? is one of the most respected U.S. senators in the country, if not the world. One of the most powerful uh, committee members in D.C., as far as um, you know, having the history there, the 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 negotiating chops with when, when she's in the minority, she's able to negotiate stuff with the majority and vice versa. And the Democratic Party has gone so far off the rails this year that at their at their convention here in San Diego a couple of weeks ago, they don't even endorse her for U.S. Senate. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, because she, yeah, she's too, uh, she's she's too, too middle of the road for them. Yep. Diane Feinstein too, is too middle of the road. She's too reasonable. She's too reasonable for the Democrats in charge that they can't even. They, I mean, and not only does she not not get it, you have to get sixty percent of the delegates vote to get the uh, endorsement. Her yeah. opponent got fifty seven percent. So not only did she not get it, she almost lost it altogether. Well, you know, one thing, and you were just saying how, you know, you know, she's a fine person, Diane Feinstein. I know that that makes a lot of people go, well, how can you say that about it? You know, but I got to tell you, I've known Brian a long time. Brian, you and I have known each other over a decade. And I have, I I think more so than anybody I know, um, you uh, stick to your principles like glue, um, but still have a, a unique and admirable ability to talk to people you disagree with and talk to people that are serving on the other side of the aisle um, and have an intelligent conversation uh, that, uh, you know, can be very influential. Um, and and it's, I think it's, it's something we need more of, not just from Republicans, but from everybody that serves in, in public Absolutely. office. Yeah, yeah no, that, yeah, that's 100% right. And right now the media is doing its best to divide America yep. up among ideological lines which America's never been divided on ideological lines. So, you know, this is all a fabrication of the media. Uh, even within, you know, getting Democrats against Democrats, you know, Bernie Kratz versus Hillary Kratz, Republicans, you know, pro-Trumpers and, and never-Trumpers. This is all a fabrication of the media to keep us divided, and uh, we just got to rise above it. So the second reason to go back is uh, we're going to, in the Senate, we're going to break the supermajority. There's a recall in Orange County that you guys are familiar with and have helped with, I think. Uh, Josh Newman was a Democrat in 2016, ran as a centrist, pro-business, anti-taxing Democrat, uh, promised to go up there and be you know, moderate. 
And the very first thing he did was vote for the gas tax uh, against the wishes of his district. So he's being recalled. Uh, we think that that is going to win in uh, on June 5th, and we're going to get a Republican in there to replace him uh, the, the next day. So let, let, let's have a little bit of a hard conversation over that uh, since you brought it up. Um, the leading Republican that people are supporting is the one that was beat last time, and that's Ling Ling Chang. Is that is that accurate? Right. Ling Ling Chang uh, is a Republican, and I'm sure agrees with Republicans on on most things. But she has also uh, had some horrible Second Amendment votes, um, and uh, you know uh, she's actually returned money that the NRA that I think NRA members uh, sent to her to support her, and uh, really came out uh, hard against uh, some Second Amendment issues when she was in office. You know what do you tell what do you tell Gunner? Like, why would we get fired up about that? Or, or you know, what should, what do we do in that situation? Well, you know, I don't know that the organization needs to officially give an endorsement. Um, I can tell you that uh, she's with us a heck of a lot more times than Josh Newman's ever going to be with us. Josh Newman's never going to be with us, and he's always going to work against us. Uh, Ling Ling's not going to work against us. And uh, back to your previous point, that goes to to my uh, powers of persuasion in uh, sitting down with her uh, and working with her and you guys and walking her through some of these issues that she doesn't she, that she truly and and honestly doesn't understand. And the and the good news is she's open minded and and um, and and she does. She and I have a great relationship, and she's somebody I can work with. And I think I can bring her around on some of those issues. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> you know, yeah, I hope me so. Too. Me too. It's, but the bottom line is, Michael, you know, and I understand your concern. Is, yeah. I mean, Josh Newman is never, ever going to vote with us. Ever. Not one time. Ever. And and he's going to carry legislation detrimental to the Second Amendment. He'll be happy to do it. Um, because that's, it, that's he's under that spell. He's under that Sacramento um, leftist spell. Anti-gun, yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, so that's number two. Number three. Well, and I tell people, I apologize. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do, I do tell people a lot, like, hey, you know, if it's frustrating that you have to pick someone who's always against us, uh, or you, you have to have a choice between someone that's always against us and someone that is just sometimes against us, it means we're not organized enough. It means we're not right. involved enough. And it, it, you right. know, the, the solution is, hey, let's get more people involved, uh, get them off the sidelines and, uh, you know, and we'll get her, you know, we'll get her involved with the orange County group. She's a very personable uh, person. She loves coming to events and meeting new people. We'll get her out to one of your things up there and, uh, you know, get her exposed to the great, you know, common sense problem solving people that belong to the second amendment community in orange County. Good. Okay. And your, your third point. And, and the third thing, and this is the most exciting thing for all of us in California is the Janus versus AFSCME case in the U.S. Supreme Court out of Illinois. Guys, this is going to be a tectonic shift in politics, not just in California, but Illinois and New York and every uh, liberal state that's under the uh, dictatorship of the government unions. So what this case does, and we had a case uh, two years ago out of California that was split the Supreme Court 4-4. So that's when there was a vacancy. Now that Neil Gorsuch is on the Supreme Court, and this is the best thing Trump's ever done, uh, next to denuclearizing North Korea. Wow. That was for a little chuckle. That was for a little <laughs> chuckle. Uh, you got it. See, uh, 
Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, if if Donald Trump never does anything ever positive again in his in his presidency, putting Neil Gorsuch on the Supreme Court is a generational shift in politics on the spectrum in California. When this case, hundred percent agree is, with that. Yeah. Yeah. When this case is is uh, rendered, it's, it should be come down five four or six three in favor of union government workers being able to keep their money and not have to pay the union to keep their jobs. You know how huge this is in California? Huge. SEIU alone has 700,000 members in California. At, at each member, 90 bucks a month. Jeez. Wow. That's $16 million a year, a month. With $16 million a month that the SEIU has to spend on political activity in California. That's just, that doesn't include teachers association. That doesn't include ASME. doesn't include TCPOA, the correctional officers, which are actually, you know, they, they do pretty decent work. Uh, it doesn't include uh, UDW, United Domestic Workers. All these unions that extract anywhere from 45 to 90 bucks a month from their members and then put that right into political action. That's what's destroying California right now. I agree. And once that money dries up, once that money dries up in the next two to four years, that gives people like me and organizations like you a fair chance. It doesn't give us an advantage. It just makes the playing field fair. And now we have an opportunity to make our argument and present our story, and they have to do the same thing. But it's the, play, the, the playing field is fair at that point in time. Mm. Uh, haven't you left yet? Left what? Go to Sacramento. Get off your butt. Come on, get out of here. I'm done talking to you. Get up there and fix this stupid state. Uh, I'll be up there December 2nd getting sworn in. Yeah, I like it. God, I'm right here with you, buddy. You got my vote. Nobody needs All nobody right. needs Sacramento more than we need you to be in Sacramento. Well, I need people to go online to electbryanjones.com, sign right. up to get a yard sign. Right. We'll get it to you. And, uh, you know, kick me down a couple bucks so I can keep helping uh, sure. San Diego County gun owners and other organizations that are fighting to keep our freedoms here in California. And folks, don't be complacent. Don't think that everything is rosy. You need to vote. You need to vote. You need to vote. And we need to activate. That too. All of it. All right. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks for calling thanks, in. Guys. Thank you, Brian. All right. Thanks, Talk Brian. All right, we're going to take a small break. We come back. There's a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. Radio. AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. Hey, this thing was brought to you by Guns Range San Diego, the Nordstroms of Gun Ranges. If you've not been over there, boy, I tell you, you have totally, totally missed out. Gun Range San Diego is family owned and operated. 10 to 10, 7 days a week. And like I said, it's the Nordstrom's of gun ranges. It's just not the price. So, we have got Jason on the line. we got Jason on the line. Hey, Jason, all the way from Gun Range San Diego. How you doing, bud? I'm all right. I'm all right, Dave. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad. Are you at the shop or are you home? I am. Actually, uh, I'm right here in the office. Sounds kind of quiet. He lives there. Well, he closed the door. I'm sure it's just screaming at the counter, <laughs> right? There's a little army cot under the desk, you know, so. Very yeah. good. Very uh, how's good it at the range? Are you guys <laughs> packed there as well, or what's going on? 
Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a sardine. It's like a sardine cannon here right now. We're pretty full in the range. There's a little bit of a weight sale. Yeah. Well, the weekends That's are busy, but too. you know, a yeah. good time to come is uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Monday, Monday we get the free rentals. You know, uh, all the ten dollar rentals are absolutely free on Monday. Tuesday, five dollars a shoot after five o'clock. Great for couples. Yeah. And then remind, uh, you know, of, uh, like to remind people that you know Mondays with that free rental deal gives you a chance to try mm-hmm. out different things that'll fit your hand. Because the mistake a lot of people do is go, "Oh, dude, I want to go buy a gun." They go buy a Taurus or something, never shot the thing, right. and mm-hmm. find out that, "Ooh, I shouldn't have done that." When they can go down to the gun range San Diego on Mondays and get a free rental and well, it's you know, not different shoot than going up. down and driving that's a car, right. you buy test it. drive. Yeah, do Good a test drive. Of a, of a, of that's absolutely fires. right. Yeah, man, that's really really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, yeah, um, plenty, plenty I, people, you know. I yeah. got to hand it to you. So, um, Veronica hooked me up big time. Oh yeah, did you? Yeah, and 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 I appreciate your help. Justin on Justin came out there, put that in oh, himself you. personally. Veronica, Veronica did yeah, absolutely. So and so, Jason, that Browning safe is freaking crazy, man. Yeah, but don't they need to turn it yeah, around yeah, so you yeah, can open the door? Yeah, hey, come on, come on. <laughs> it opens great. It's gorgeous. And uh um, sleep in it last and night it, and it holds a, a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm repatriating because, you know, I moved. Yeah. yeah so yeah. find you know, everything. Trident still has one of the sisters, by the way. Yeah, I know. But uh, but now I'm repatriating all my. Wait a minute. Do you have to fill it up mm-hmm. more? Uh, it, I might have to get another safe. Yeah, oh, my. It's one of those deals. I can help you with that. Yeah. yeah sure. So anyway, I wanted to thank you because I know you coordinated, um, you know, the, the arranging of you oh. know, having it come down and all that stuff. And. And so, um, well, and, let's ask Jason a question. Jason, just out of curiosity, because yeah. I mean, you right. guys could have picked any safe company you wanted to carry. Why did you guys pick mm-hmm. Browning? Browning's got a very long history of, of, of great service in the United States with both firearms and safes. Um, they, they have great, they have, you have pretty good customer service. They uh, great, great customs, uh, customized selection of safes. Um, they're great. The price point's right. And they're yeah. very tough, and they're gorgeous, as you know now. Yeah, and plus, I mean, the one I have, um, I mean, it's got all these doodads in there to hang this and that and all this other, you know, technical stuff, whatever. Uh-huh. It's gorgeous. Um, but the other thing that sets Browning apart, uh, my understanding from other safes, is a lot of times if you want to mm-hmm. break into one of those big Mambo safes, just get your Dremel mm-hmm. and drill on the and and Dremel the side of the mm-hmm. safe. That's how you get in. Uh-huh. They just, yeah, oh, it's mm-hmm. like pot metal or something, right? And next thing you know, you're in the safe. Don't go through the door. Browning's like yeah. majorly thick. Yeah. Think, that just ain't going to yeah, happen on a Browning. Don't mess deal. around. Yeah. So the price yeah, point is yeah, really Browning good. Browning doesn't mess so around with the quality. I think under fifteen hundred bucks, and you've got really? mine is it's five hundred twenty five pounds. It's uh you know five foot something tall, thirty two mm-hmm. inches deep. I mean it's 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 good size little thing for you know for that price point. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it's bolted Correct. in, man. So. It's, uh, so you guys, do bolt, you guys do bolt them to the they ground? They work with a local service um, of people, right, Jason? You got a, the local service guy that'll yeah, come right. for there's like there's 150 a, bucks, 200 bucks. And, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so Jason coordinated, you know, getting the safe to come on the on the truck or whatever, you know, to my house. And then from there, they help coordinate the local, a local guy. He's a few, like I said, 150, 200 bucks for him to actually take mm-hmm. it off the pallet. Mm, that's got to be a mambo job, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing, oh, you need a specialized. Yeah, they they need that service. Yeah, you, you got to use it. that service because you just you don't want to mess around with that kind of thing. Right, you get it moved in the right uh, area and then you know secured mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. So, and like I said, you make sure the door is pointing out. Yeah, because you'd have put it in the other way. <laughs> oh God, you know that's the thing. You know, and you know how it is. So as a service manager, Dave, you appreciate that. People try to do stuff themselves, and you know, then they learn let after the they totally screwed up. Yeah, let the expert do it. So it. 
And Jason, it just came out yeah. wonderful, man. So, so Jason, oh, uh, great. I'm glad on the browning yeah. on the browning because you know there's a lot of other safes out there that are a lot less expensive, mm-hmm. and I think Lance mm-hmm. hit right on it. You know, you can take a Dremel tool and cut through the size of yep. some of them. Yep. What are some of the other outstanding right, features of the browning that make that stands out to you? You know what 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 I appreciate most about it is how customizable uh, you can get you can get your safe to be. Yeah, we actually had a point. gentleman, a, a doctor, a uh, prominent doctor here in San Diego, about four giant safes. Uh, each of these safes hold about 40, 45 guns. That's got giant. Four of them. Uh, he wanted, you know, right hand hinges on a couple, left hand hinges on another couple. He wanted them to open, you know, uh, you know, open outward, like, you know, like mm-hmm. a, like a butterfly, they call it. And uh, everything was just perfect. Everything was just right. He had a different, uh, a different, seen a setting you know a deer on one an elk on another on certain safes and it's just it just came out so well wow. um it's the customization that makes it appealing and to mine, me. mine's a blacked out american flag blacked oh, cool. out american yeah, flag. yeah it looks really right. cool yeah, it's a flat that's black a good, deal that's a good solid one yeah. yeah it's really really good and also too you guys have what they call under the bed safes so dave have you seen these deals so it'll hold shotguns and all kinds of stuff like that but it uh, weighs about 40 pounds and goes under your bed. You mm-hmm. can bolt it down to the floor, whatever. You could actually you know, mm-hmm. stick it up someplace else if you want to. Really? It's called under-the-bed safe, um, as well mm-hmm. as they have these little wall safes for right. like you know a couple hundred bucks that, that fit between the studs. You put it in your closet. Sure. So I, I just recommend everybody, right. if you don't have a safe, get one. And if you have, you know. And even if a, you don't have guns. You your need private, a safe, your personal man. papers. Your... Everybody use the safe. Right. Yeah, everybody can use the safe. Everybody's got documents. Everybody's got a social security card, a passport. Yeah keep somewhere right. take that off the back burner uh, and put it on the front burner so from a yeah. car from a car guy point of view what kind of warranty yeah. what kind of warranty does browning carry on their units you know browning guarantees all their work uh it depends on the safe but everything everything they do is is it is guaranteed if you're not happy with something you call them let them know and they'll try to make it right so there's no 90-day warranty or anything like that i don't believe there's anything like that I don't think so either. I already knew the answer. Well, you know, what ends up happening is Jason ends up, you know, calling mm. more. Right. You know, one of the things that uh, people people in San <laughs> right, Diego yeah. uh, are particularly uh, concerned about is fire. Um, mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, you know, our safes fi- truly fireproof or, or what determines that? Or can you just talk a little bit about and that? And are there different levels of fireproofing? Well, so say, That's right. Uh, so some safes... Um, you know, you know, God forbid. You know, hopefully this doesn't happen. Some of your house catches on fire. Um, I've had a couple. I've had it happen to a customer, a couple of customers over the years, where you know, their house burned down. One poor guy lost his whole house, but his guns were okay. He had a he had a really really solid old school safe. I think it was a Browning. And um, <clears throat> safes have a have a different fire fire rating. Now they're not fireproof. They're fire resistant. Basically, they can they can keep the heat from damaging the things inside. You know, for a certain amount of time. Uh, Browning's definitely got one of the better fire-rated safes out there. Yeah, well, uh, and, as far as as far as the selection goes, and, I, yeah, and I'm sure. You, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, you got your Costco safe. Costco safe's great. There's nothing wrong with it. It's got a right. It's got a good price and everything. Um, that safe catches on fire. I mean, stuff inside's done very quickly. Uh, these Browning safes. Some of these safes have uh, have fire safe ratings of you know 45 minutes, 30 minutes, which is a long time considering how sensitive some, you know, some of the mechanisms in, in firearms are. Um, it only takes, it, it takes five, 10 minutes of, of, of too much heat to, to irreparably damage something like an AR-15, uh, intricate workings of a, of a nicer pistol. Uh, so it's really, it, it really is worth that fire rating. Yeah, melt your Glock, 
right? Oh, yeah. Your MP shield. Yep. <laughs> it is something I consider a lot because some of the I firearms I own, like like if my Glock melts, who cares? You can go out and buy a new Glock. But you know, I have some right. some heirlooms, some legitimate family heirlooms yeah. as far as firearms go. And you know, you lose yeah, that. That's, right. that's it. It's history. You know, it's history. Right. It's something you can't put a price uh, on that. Can't yeah. put a price on that. Well, so you got saves for every price point is the is the bottom line, right? And uh, you know, every run customization. Down the, run down to Gun Range San Diego. You mm-hmm. know, talk to Jason. Anybody there, ten to ten, and you know he'll get you fired up on that safe deal. And I just can't be more excited. But Definitely. truth be told, I just got back from that three week trip overseas, and I, we got back that? Thursday night, and couldn't I couldn't wait to go see it. I finally I opened the safe yesterday. I mean, just because mm-hmm. being busy and whatever, and I was so happy. It just it's beautiful, and it's got interior light. You know, works on a battery and stuff like that. Really? It's just gorgeous deal. So anyway, thanks again for all your efforts on that. Well, and changing great. gears on you real quick then. Any specials going on? Mm-hmm. You got some bullet special, ammo? What's going on? We do. Uh, we got some more 9mm bulk in. It's uh, $209.99 if you like 1,000 rounds of 9mm. We also have, uh, let's see, we have tasers. We have tasers now. The three ninety nine ninety nine or four hundred dollars. Great legal, great legal, uh, legally safe way to carry around a weapon, a self defense weapon. If you think you need it, um, you don't need a don't need a permit, don't need a background check. Really, just grab it and don't it works tase very, me. very, very, very. Dude, well. don't tase me, bro. <laughs> bro, I think that's great. Well, it's about time because I think that's a great defense for anybody, male or female. Wow. It is. Yeah, for, for those of us who can't get a CCW, it's a, it's it's probably the next best option. You know, nobody wants to you know carry a gun around illegally. You know, get in trouble no, for it. No, uh, no. The taser is a great, great way to, to get it to to get around that. You get something that's just as effective. Um, it works very well. What size are those? So I'd really recommend that. Are this size like an you know, iPhone about, or something? You know, about, you know, they're about the size of a. It's about the size. So it looks like a small pistol, small blocky little Glock. So it's about the size of maybe a Glock twenty six or twenty seven with okay. a longer barrel. Yeah. Uh, very effective. It's got a. It's got. It comes with a light and a laser. Uh, it's very simple to use. You throw a pack in. You throw mm. a cartridge in. You turn the safety off, and a laser and light come on. Anything within fifteen feet is going to regret. Going to regret what you. Within what fifteen feet. Now this shoot. This is the one that shoots out the barbs, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Actually, fires out barbs. It, it incapacitates really? the target's nervous system. Oh yeah, because uh, well, you like, don't. It feels like all of your muscles flexing at the same time yeah. against your will. It's actually well, pretty scary. And yeah, not to fight well, out of you. Jason, what you don't want, you don't want to be up close and personal to your assault, assailant. You, you want to be back away. Yeah, and then when you shoot him with those. Now, I was told this is a few years back. I don't know if that's the case, but mm. some of these taser companies, if you fire a taser. And then they will send you a replacement cartridge. I think free of charge. That's absolutely true. Really, That's absolutely true. If, uh, okay. if you do use one of these, and you know you're not messing around like some kids on YouTube, right? If you actually do use this in a real self defense scenario. You send a copy of the police report to the company, and they will send you another cartridge. You know, and that, we got to talk to our friends at, at Firearms Legal Protection. By the way, did you do that spot? No. Okay. No, so, no, I didn't. Uh, no, that's okay. But Firearms Legal Whatever. Protection, because I think I mean, if you fire that thing, you're shooting a barb into somebody. And in case they start to get froggy on you. Right. Or, you know, whatever the case may be, the cops show up, then. Right. Interesting deal. Okay. Hey, Jason, thank you very, very much. Appreciate appreciate it, it, man. You can get out of the closet now. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, and thanks again for all the help with the Browning. All right. Gun Range San Diego, folks. That's where you need to be. 10 to 10, seven days a week, right here on AM 1170. The answer.
Welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. Hey, do you or any of your family members keep a firearm or a weapon for personal protection? Do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Do you travel out of state and need to know the local firearm laws? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what are your plans to pay bail and expenses and legal fees? Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection. For less than $10 a month, you'll have a peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com. All right, gentlemen, start. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, that's way. What's more <laughs> than enough? Pretty good. Yeah, Happy birthday, hurt, guys. Bud Ski, are you at your birthday party? You got your little pointy hat on, and uh, I don't have the hat on yet. But the cake is downstairs, and uh, everyone's down there. It's a good time. Oh well, well happy birthday, John. Yeah, twenty three, twenty three years old. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> a little bit off, but just close a enough. Hey, what do you expect? <laughs> so, okay, it's your birthday. It's going to be good news, right? No, it, I rarely oh. do I have good news. We're we're in California behind enemy lines, so uh, behind enemy. Uh, lines. In fact, I'm not going to add any more bad news. I'm just going to remind those uh, <sighs> listening of the bad news to come. Uh, basically, so we're in May now, uh, and that means we only have two more months, uh, if you're concluding May, to meet. Uh, two different new regulations that were put in place. Uh, the first one, and the most obvious one, is the assault weapon regulations that were put into effect. Uh, June 30th, 2018 is going to be your deadline to either register uh, your bullet button firearms with the California Department of Justice through the CFAR system online, or you, your other options are to make your firearm compliant by using uh, a new fixed magazine uh, that meets the new definitions under the, the current laws. Uh, or you can go the featureless route where you take away all those really evil, scary parts of your gun, like a pistol grip and uh, a plastic uh, forward vertical grip that makes your gun very deadly. And uh, if you take those off, then uh, they apparently don't care about your gun anymore. So that's your your, your, your options for uh Compliance, and you just got to make sure you do that before July 1st, 2018. So June 30th, 2018 is your deadline for that. Um, and the big thing is, if you're going to register, if you're planning on registering any of your firearms, do not wait till June 30th, 2018 to do it. Uh, if you guys remember, when they came out with, when the Department of Justice came out with the CFARS website, uh, it crashed for, I think, the first three days. Now, everyone's going to wait till the last minute to register. And what do you think is going to happen on June 30th, 2018? The website's going to crash again. And so all those people that waited till the last minute to register their firearms, they're not going to be able to register. That's just my prediction. We'll see how it goes. But just don't be that guy that waits till the last minute. Well, what happens if you miss? If you miss the deadline, that's it. You can no longer register your firearm. Uh, and... If you haven't converted it to uh, a fixed magazine on the, the new definition or made it featureless by July 1st, that's an illegal assault weapon. And uh, that's a felony. Can't sell it. Can't give it away. Can't do anything with it. Ship, you ship it out of state. It's about your only option. Yeah. So um, just 
you know, every life gets in the way. I know everyone gets really busy, especially if you're not constantly involved in in the gun laws in California. It's really easy for it to uh, slip your mind. A lot of people own only one or two guns. They only go shooting maybe once or twice a year. And they either even haven't heard of these laws in the first place, or if they've heard, they forgot about the deadlines. They don't know when the deadlines are. So June 30th, 2018, that's the big one uh, for assault weapons, and it's going to affect a lot of people. So just uh, set aside some time and uh, determine what what option you're going to go with and do it before that time. You know, a buddy of mine is a uh, an attorney, deals with contracts, um, and he is in the middle uh, of trying to register um, at least one of his firearms as a you know registered assault weapon, and he is having a heck of a time. They keep coming back to him and saying, "No, you got to dot this i, you got to cross this t. We need a different picture." Um, it, you probably don't know the answer to this, but could if you could speculate, you know, do you just have to get the the paperwork in by June thirtieth? Or yeah, I'm- so uh, it is just speculation. But as far as you at least uh, submit the application. Uh, the fact, like, because, you know, Michael, what you're bringing up is something that I've heard a lot about is you, you'll submit your application and uh, maybe you put the wrong caliber description or you didn't take a good enough picture and they want a more clear photograph. So a lot of times you'll get an email or even a phone call from the DOJ and they'll say, hey, you need to resend this photo or take another photograph showing this part of the firearm or you need to change this description uh, to make it match. So my assumption is as long as you get the initial application submitted and paid for before this date, if they come back to you with revisions, you should be okay. It, and That's cool. Hey, but, you know, we're not, we're not really sure, but I'm assuming that's going to be it because uh, the, the simple fact is they just want it all in their records. So as long as you've submitted it, fact that you got to make a couple corrections shouldn't be a big deal but again that's another reason why to do it now rather than wait till the last day cool and then john remind me and, and our listeners what about if you just have a registered lower it hasn't been built yet so what do we do regarding those okay so if you had a registered lower um the problem being is you needed to have a fully com- uh, built and completed uh you know okay. i'm gonna, for lack of a better term, I'm going to say assault weapon under California's laws, even though I don't agree with that term. Uh, so if before January 1st, 2017, you needed to have a completed bullet button firearm okay. in your possession All right. in order to be able to register it now. Uh, and so if you bought a strip lower uh, after January 1st, or you had a strip lower before January 1st, 2017, but then didn't complete it until after January 1st, 2017, you're not going to be able to register that as an assault weapon. So your two options are then to uh, make it compliant using a new, newly defined fixed magazine, and there's some new products out that meet that definition of fixed magazine that they changed in these laws, or you can build it up to a completely featureless rifle, meaning you do not have a pistol grip, you do not have a collapsible or folding stock, uh, you do not have a flash hider sure. or a vertical vertical uh, forward pistol grip. So someone that has a strip lower, they, they have to build it before this deadline is what you're saying? Yeah. Under the regulations, they state that it had to have been a completed firearm. How the DOJ is going to determine where what date someone built something or you know assembled their parts, I do not know. But 
abiding by the regulations and the law, it needed to be a completed firearm before January 1st, 2017. Okay, so if they have a, a just a strip lower and um, they built a featureless rifle, mm-hmm. uh, they don't have to register because it's featureless. Yes, yeah, so if, you, if you're going to do the, the fixed magazine option or the featureless option, right. you do not need to register as an assault weapon because under those two compliant figure, configurations, they do not meet the definition of, of an assault weapon in California. And I would say that I know for me personally, because I've got these things, that uh, I'm probably going to go down to Gun Range San Diego and or you know Trident and say, hey, guys, I got these things. Can you, put, can you put a little wing on it? You know, you've seen those little wing things they have yeah. and stuff like that or whatever the case may be and to make it, you know, featureless if necessary or figure out what I'm going to register. Yeah. This is a big and deal. And my, my one word of caution is, you know, get the products that don't seem to be pushing the limit. If you look at something, it's a product, and you're like, ooh, that looks kind of, that's on the line. That's a borderline product. Uh, I would just go ahead, be cautious, and, uh, get something that you know is compliant and then you can wait and see uh you know once we get further down the road and these laws are starting to be enforced and we see what's going on whether or not uh everything holds up uh, so, let, so let somebody else be the test case is that what you're saying? pretty much yes <laughs> what, well, are you, what are you an attorney case. oh well, yeah that's right see i like that old <laughs> adage when in doubt don't yeah, that's a great, so like I said, if you see it and you're like, that looks really off, I don't think, like, how does that work? It's probably because there's a problem. And the crazy so, thing is, is that gun people are, are, for the most part, are so compliant anyway, mm-hmm. you know, about rules and all this other stuff, and, and of course now they want to put in more rules, right? Oh, it's, the, well, the worst right, thing so. is, is there are so many gun owners in this state that want to know, okay, how do I make this legal? How yeah. do I comply with the law perfectly? Like, no messing around. I just want to know how to make it legal. But this is a great example. DOJ, you can call them all day, all night, email them. Like, I can send them letters, everything. They will not tell you what products are compliant, what products are not compliant. They will not give you an answer. They will not give you suggestions on how to make your gun legal. So they they really put people in a a hard position because they say, if you mess up, you're, you're going to get a felony, you're in but we're not going to tell you how to do it right. Well, you and I learned that <laughs> firsthand, John, uh, a couple of years ago when uh, you know I spoke with Alan Thorsden from you know Thorsden Stock, uh, and uh, he showed us the uh, letter the DOJ sent him saying, "Hey, we're not going to make the determination. It's up yeah. to each of the 58 district attorneys." So, John, you and I actually sat down with San Diego's uh, district attorney and uh, said, "Hey, here, here are the options." Uh, you know, and uh, it, it's really, really difficult. It's, I mean, it really, truly, the DOJ is truly setting us up to fail, and and they don't seem to care. Don't they work yeah. for us? Not if you ask them. Oh, I <laughs> forgot. No, no, right. And so it truly is. It literally is up to the individual prosecuting attorney that gets your case whether they're going to go after certain products and and you know try to argue whether or not they're compliant. And we have no guidance from the DOJ. DOJ is still you know, six, eight months behind on most of the regulations right. for all the other laws that they've passed. I mean, they had to extend this uh, registration period because they're so far behind. All right, go put your pointy hat on, blow the candles Do out, it, baby, and have a wonderful, wonderful thanks birthday, for my in. friend. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, folks. Hey, well, that was it. Another rip-roaring hour on Gun Sports Radio. We killed it. Don't forget to support San Diego County gun owners. Without their help, you're going to lose your Second Amendment rights. And remember, we uh, help out, and and, I can't think of the word, 
uh, endorse. There you go. All kinds of great politicians. You can find out about San Diego County gun owners because uh, voting is coming up. And get out there and vote, vote, vote. All right, folks, we're out of here. Thank you very much. Don't forget to check us on web, uh, gunsportsradio.com. That's it. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.